Faith, Hope and Love, episode 219, Good Friday Morning, Stations of the Cross. Let us pray that the Lord will instruct us through this meditation on the path to Calvary. Lord Jesus, as we begin this journey of the Stations of the Cross, help us to see that this is your pathway of love. May we learn from this journey how to follow you more closely. You show us the endless depths of your love, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The First Station Jesus is Condemned to Death We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. Pilate called together the chief priests, the leaders, and the people, and said to them, You brought this man to me and said that he was misleading the people. Now I have examined him here in your presence, and have not found him guilty of any of the crimes you accuse him of. Nor did Herod find him guilty, for he sent him back to us. There is nothing this man has done to deserve death, so I will have him whipped and let him go. The whole crowd cried out, Kill him! Set Barabbas free for us! Barabbas had been put in prison for a riot that had taken place in the city and for murder. Pilate wanted to set Jesus free, so he appealed to the crowd again. But they shouted back, Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate said to them the third time, But what crime has he committed? I cannot find anything he has done to deserve death. I will have him whipped and set him free. But they kept on shouting at the top of their voices that Jesus should be crucified. And finally their shouting succeeded. So Pilate passed the sentence on Jesus that they were asking for. He set free the man they wanted, the one who had been put in prison for riot and murder and he handed Jesus over for them to do as they wished. Jesus was unjustly judged. He was innocent. In fact, he was declared innocent even by the governor, Pontius Pilate. Pilate only gave in to the hysterical crowds because they were threatening to riot. There is only one true judge, and that is God. Have there been times that I have rushed to judgment against others? Have I given in and colluded with unjust decisions out of fear of the crowd? Have I spoken to others or about others in ways that do not respect their human dignity? O Jesus, who for love of me didst bear thy cross to Calvary, in thy sweet mercy grant to me to suffer and to die with thee. Jesus has given his life for us. Jesus has given his life for us. The second station. Jesus takes up his cross. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you 
because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. Jesus called the people and his disciples to him and said, If anyone wants to be a follower of mine, let them renounce themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For anyone who wants to save their life will lose it, but anyone who loses their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. Jesus took up his cross and carried it for all of us. Do we humbly and gently accept our burdens and struggles in a way that inspires and gives hope and encouragement to others? Do we take our burdens and worries to the Lord? Do we help others by offering encouragement and support in their times of struggle? How do we ensure that we do not overburden others with unnecessary personal demands and optional needs to lighten other people's burdens and not lay unnecessary burdens on them? O Jesus, who for love of me didst bear thy cross to Calvary, in thy sweet mercy grant to me to suffer and to die with thee. Jesus has given his life for us. Jesus has given his life for us. The third station. Jesus falls the first time. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. He has broken my teeth with gravel, pressed my face in the dust. My soul is deprived of peace. I have forgotten what happiness is. Jesus said to his disciples, I have told you all this so that you may find peace in me. In the world you will have troubles, but be brave, I have conquered the world. Jesus fell from physical exhaustion. We know that Jesus is fully human and fully God. Therefore we know that we can share our failures and struggles with him because he has shared in our physical frailty and understands suffering and pain. Are we gentle around others whose frailty and weakness is visible? Are we gentle on ourselves in our own frailty? We keep in mind those who experience weakness in body, mind or spirit, that the Lord will help them and lift them up. May we be willing to lift up those who have fallen in any way. O Jesus, who for love of me didst bear thy cross to Calvary, in thy sweet mercy grant to me to suffer and to die with thee. Jesus has given his life for us. Jesus has given his life for us. The fourth station. Jesus meets his mother.
We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. When Jesus was newly born, his parents presented him in the temple as the law of Moses required. The holy man Simeon encountered them in the temple and blessed Mary and Joseph, and turned to Mary his mother and said, You see this child? He is destined for the fall and for the rising of many in Israel, destined to be a sign that is rejected, and a sword will pierce your own soul too, so that the secret thoughts of many may be laid bare. All her life, the Blessed Virgin Mary pondered and meditated upon her beloved Son. Our Lady treasured all these events in Jesus' life, storing them in her heart. Mary remained faithful to her beloved Son in good times and in bad. Are we prepared to say an absolute yes to our Lord and everything that he asks of us, even if it leads to suffering or pain? Can we draw strength from Our Lady who experienced confusion and wonder during her life? We recall that Our Lady suffered the unimaginable pain of accompanying her son along that path of Calvary. Mary suffered enormous spiritual and emotional pain at the foot of our Lord's cross. O Jesus, who for love of me didst bear thy cross to Calvary, in thy sweet mercy grant to me to suffer and to die with thee. Jesus has given his life for us. Jesus has given his life for us. The fifth station. Simon of Cyrene helps Jesus to carry the cross. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. As they were leading him away, they seized a man, Simon from Cyrene, who was coming in from the country, and made him shoulder the cross and carry it behind Jesus. Simon was a traveller who was forced to help carry Jesus' cross. In what ways am I prepared to willingly help others in their struggles and burdens, and be an instrument of healing and assistance? Let us daily choose to assist those who are struggling under any difficulties. As a community of faith, we are all beloved people of God. We support and help one another. We are all the body of Christ and individually members of that body. If one member suffers, all members suffer. We acknowledge our responsibility to the church and the wider community as brothers and sisters in one family of God. Do we voluntarily do what is right and good? Are we proactive or reactive? Do we often only respond when asked? or when something is demanded of us? Can we be inspired by Christ to be more open to respond willingly to the needs of others as we see them 
and to our Christian calling, which is a more loving vocation and not a begrudging duty, not a burden. O Jesus, who for love of me didst bear thy cross to Calvary, in thy sweet mercy grant to me to suffer and to die with thee. Jesus has given his life for us. Jesus has given his life for us. The Sixth Station Veronica Wipes the Face of Jesus We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. Even as many were amazed at him, so marred was his look beyond that of a person, and his appearance beyond that of mortals, so shall he startle many nations. Because of him kings shall stand speechless. Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. In a parable, Jesus told us, For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you made me welcome. Naked, and you clothed me. Sick, and you visited me. In prison, and you came to see me. I tell you solemnly, in so far as you did this to one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did it to me. Veronica wiped the face of Jesus. Are we able to recognise the face of our Lord in everyone we meet, especially those most in need? Do we serve Christ by the way we treat those around us? In what ways do we offer comfort and strength to those who are struggling? The name Veronica literally translates as true face. Do we seek in our lives and in our prayer the true face of Christ in others and in the world? Do we live our lives so that others can recognise in them the face of Christ? O Jesus, who for love of me didst bear thy cross to Calvary, in thy sweet mercy grant to me to suffer and to die with thee. Jesus has given his life for us. Jesus has given his life for us. The Seventh Station Jesus falls the second time. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. I was hard-pressed and falling, but the Lord helped me. Yet he was pierced through for our faults, crushed for our sins. On him lies a punishment that brings us peace, and through his wounds we are healed. We had all gone astray like sheep, each taking his own way, and the Lord burdened him with the sins of us all. 
We do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathise with our weaknesses, but one who has similarly been tested in every way, yet without sin. Jesus fell the second time. We all know weakness and struggle in our lives. Do we share our fears and failures with our Lord? Do we trust in his love, hope in his forgiveness and strength? Are we patient with our own infirmities and weaknesses? Are we patient with the weaknesses of others? How do we react when others fall, emotionally, morally or spiritually? Are we there to support and help them up? Or are we tempted to just stand by as judge or without concern? At times, rather than to help and support, do we condemn and let people slip deeper into the mire? O Jesus, who for love of me didst bear thy cross to Calvary, in thy sweet mercy grant to me to suffer and to die with thee. Jesus has given his life for us. Jesus has given his life for us. The Eighth Station The Women of Jerusalem Mourn for Jesus We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. A great number of people followed him, and among them were women who were beating their breasts and wailing for him. But Jesus turned to them and said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For if they do this when the wood is green, what will happen when it is dry? Even in the midst of our Lord's unimaginable suffering and pain, Jesus stops to show concern for women and their families. He never stopped thinking of others, even when he was experiencing terrible suffering, the worst kind. Do I tend to focus mainly on my needs or the needs of others? Our Lord reminds us and the women of Jerusalem that there are many things to cry about. But incredibly, he's saying we shouldn't weep about his suffering, but rather all the other things we need to change. He wants us to weep at injustice as we seek to change. He wants us to weep for a conversion of heart towards his love. How do we make sure that our lives help to spread the good news of Jesus? Let us be even more resolute to avoid making our attitudes an obstacle in the path of what God wants to do in the world. We have come here today to commemorate and worship our Lord, who died to save us and to save all. We mourn for his suffering, but our Lord again turns to us and says, Weep not for me, weep for yourselves and your ways. Make a change, change your heart, your attitudes your double standards, your selfishness. The Lord encourages us to start this new path here and now. O Jesus, who for love of me didst bear thy cross to Calvary, 
in thy sweet mercy grant to me to suffer and to die with thee. Jesus has given his life for us. Jesus has given his life for us. The Ninth Station Jesus Falls the Third Time We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. I am like water poured out. All my bones are racked. My heart has become like wax. My throat is dried up like baked clay. My tongue cleaves to my jaws. To the dust of death you have brought me down. Jesus exclaimed, Come to me, all you who labour and are overburdened, and I will give you rest. Shoulder my yoke and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Yes, my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Have among yourselves the same attitude that is also yours in Christ Jesus. He emptied himself, taking the form of a slave. He humbled himself, becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Everyone who exalts himself shall be humbled, and he who humbles himself shall be exalted. Our Lord was now completely exhausted, his physical strength almost completely gone. Contemplate the incredible strength needed for our Lord to keep going after this third fall, and after all he had been through already. Our Lord gave himself utterly for us. He did not hold back in any way. How can we show unreserved generosity and gratitude and love to those around us? How can we give generously of our gifts, as our Lord did perfectly, always for the good of others? O Jesus, who for love of me didst bear thy cross to Calvary, in thy sweet mercy grant to me to suffer and to die with thee. Jesus has given his life for us. Jesus has given his life for us. The Tenth Station Jesus is stripped of his garments. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. They took his clothing and divided it into four shares, one for each soldier. His undergarment was seamless, woven in one piece from neck to hem. So they said to one another, instead of tearing it, let's throw dice to decide who is to have it. In this way the words of Scripture were fulfilled. They shared out my clothing among them. They cast lots for my clothes. You have stripped off your old behaviour and have put on a new self 
which will progress towards true knowledge the more it is renewed in the image of its creator. In that image there is no room for distinction between Greek and Jew, the circumcised and the uncircumcised, the barbarian and the Scythian, the slave and free person. There is only one Christ. He is everything, and he is in everything. Jesus suffered every indignity out of love for others. He was completely humble and surrendered everything without reservation for the sake of his gospel. Christ let nothing come between us and his total gift to the Father. Are there things, possessions, attitudes, ways of thinking that we hold on to that stop us from being totally open to God and to others? What do we need to do to strip away from our lives anything that is false so that we can be completely open to God and to others? O Jesus, who for love of me didst bear thy cross to Calvary, in thy sweet mercy grant to me to suffer and to die with thee. Jesus has given his life for us. Jesus has given his life for us. The eleventh station. Jesus is nailed to the cross. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. When they reached the place called the Skull, they crucified him there, and two criminals also, one on the right, the other on the left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, they do not know what they are doing. They have pierced my hands and my feet, I can count all my bones. I have come down from heaven not to do my will, but the will of him who sent me. Jesus had said to Nicodemus, No one has gone up to heaven except the one who has come down from heaven, the Son of Man who is in heaven. And the Son of Man must be lifted up, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert so that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother and his mother's sister Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary of Magdala. Seeing his mother and the disciple he loved standing near her, Jesus said to his mother, Woman, this is your son. Then to the disciple he said, This is your mother. Our Lord suffered unimaginable pain. Let's pray for all who are suffering pain at this time. For all who are suffering from persecution, injustice, prejudice, false accusations, poverty, illness, the pandemic that's affecting the whole world, those who are suffering from bereavement, loneliness, unemployment, from anything at all. For all who suffer physical, emotional and spiritual pain. May God be with them and help them. 
May God inspire us to help others in practical ways so that they experience Jesus with them in the midst of their suffering, offering them real help. O Jesus, who for love of me didst bear thy cross to Calvary, in thy sweet mercy grant to me to suffer and to die with thee. Jesus has given his life for us. Jesus has given his life for us. The Twelfth Station Jesus Dies on the Cross We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. It was now about the sixth hour, with the sun eclipsed. A darkness came over the whole land until the ninth hour. The veil of the temple was torn right down the middle, and when Jesus cried out in a loud voice, he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. With these words he breathed his last. If we live, we live for the Lord. If we die, we die for the Lord. Jesus died so that all might live through him. We pray for all those who are dying. May we support and strengthen those facing death. May we show them in our actions and our attitudes the compassion and love of Christ. When our earthly life is ended, may we see the glory of God forever in heaven, reunited with all those we love who have gone before us. We pray for all who mourn loved ones, friends and colleagues. May the crucified and risen Lord comfort them with the promise of God's faithfulness and of the assurance of eternal life. We pray for those who have died alone, unjustly or tragically, those who passed away feeling unloved or seemingly without hope. May the Lord who died to save them and all of us bring them peace and a loving place in the heavenly kingdom. O Jesus, who for love of me didst bear thy cross to Calvary, in thy sweet mercy grant to me to suffer and to die with thee. Jesus has given his life for us. Jesus has given his life for us. The Thirteenth Station Jesus is taken down from the cross. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. After this, Joseph of Arimathea, who was a disciple of Jesus, though a secret one because he was afraid of the Jews, asked Pilate to let him remove the body of Jesus. Pilate gave permission, so they came and took it away. 
Before Jesus died, he gave his mother into the care of John. Mary is our inspiration of discipleship. May we be encouraged to imitate her faith, her perseverance in times of trial. The Blessed Virgin Mary followed Jesus in season and out of season, in good times and in bad. May we be present and compassionate to all who are suffering, to give help and strength by our presence and practical support. We acknowledge that we belong to one family in the Church and in Christ, and we are responsible for the welfare and spiritual care of God's children all around us and everywhere. O Jesus, who for love of me didst bear thy cross to Calvary, in thy sweet mercy grant to me to suffer and to die with thee. Jesus has given his life for us. Jesus has given his life for us. The fourteenth station. Jesus is laid in the tomb. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. They took the body of Jesus and wrapped it with the spices in linen cloths, following the Jewish burial custom. At the place where he had been crucified, there was a garden, and in this garden a new tomb, in which no one had yet been buried. Since it was the Jewish day of preparation, and the tomb was near at hand, they laid Jesus there. Our Lord had said earlier to his disciples, I tell you most solemnly, unless a wheat grain falls on the ground and dies, it remains only a single grain, but if it dies, it yields a rich harvest. Anyone who loves their life loses it. Anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for the eternal life. Jesus was laid in the tomb. His three days in the tomb makes holy the graves of all who believe in Christ. Our Lord by his death has destroyed death forever. Jesus by his own death has brought salvation to the world. O Jesus, who for love of me didst bear thy cross to Calvary, in thy sweet mercy grant to me to suffer and to die with thee. Jesus has given his life for us. Jesus has given his life for us. In your minds you must be the same as Christ Jesus. His state was divine, yet he did not cling to his equality with God, but emptied himself to assume the condition of a slave, and became as humans are. And being as all humans are, he was humbler yet, even to accepting death, death on a cross. But God raised him on high, and gave him the name which is above all other names so that all beings in the heavens, on earth and in the underworld should bend the knee at the name of Jesus, and that every tongue should acclaim Jesus Christ as Lord, to the glory of God the Father. 
At this sacred time, let us consider giving to Project Compassion, Caritas, or the upkeep of the holy places of the Holy Land. This ceremony finishes with no final announcements or blessings, and we gather again for the Passion of the Lord ceremony. Let us pray that the Gospel may have a deep effect in our daily lives. Lord Jesus, unite us with yourself in redeeming the world. As we walk the way of salvation, turn us away from sin. Help us to be faithful to the Gospel and come to see the fullness of your glory where you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen.